Go on. Okay, so. Dude, we have the tiny payments legend himself, Alex Agut. That's all to say. With us. I mean, I know this is a big deal because you put on a jacket for this. Or maybe you're just always a stylish guy who's, you know. No, no, I'm not that stylish. If people that know me know that I'm pretty formal, but, you know, this yeah, is a I'm, special occasion. I'm a, I'm a T-shirt guy and, uh, you know, jeans, usually a hat. But so, yeah, this is a very special occasion. So, there. Oh, look at that. That is a it's good T-shirt. You know what? I don't have. I got to get one of those. Okay. I'll send you one. Note to self. All right. All right. I love it. I'm always in okay. for a free T-shirt. Um, Alex is uh, one of the founders of Handcash, and Handcash is a uh, phenomenal wallet, like one of the best normie consumer experiences you can have in crypto, and in particular when it comes to using tiny payments. It's just like an easy, good interface, uh, something that's easy to use, connects to a lot of apps. We're going to get into all that. But first, give me just a little bit, like, what is... What is the mission at Handcash? What do you guys see yourselves as trying to accomplish in the world? Um, well, I, w- I would like to say that, you know, we want to help companies find new nanopayment-based business models, uh, you know, never possible before on the inter- internet. And we want to unlock the potential of, you know, horizontal nano and micropayments, which means, you know, like users paying payments, pay- uh, players playing, pay- playing other payer- uh, players. Um, basically because, you know, the term micropayment uh, not the nano payment because it's something that you know is more more new. Um, I think the term of micropayment sometimes is is very um, you know is very characteristic of of your typical payment that goes uh, only from one you know one way from the user's wallet to the developers. And I think with nano payments we can split you know one part one payment of one dollar we can split it across you know a lot of users at the same time, and it it creates a lot of new incentives and new kind of business models that I think are very interesting, especially because you know it's unexplored territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlocking all of the potential there. I mean, again, I think I've mentioned this certainly in maybe the first video in this series, but having that experience for the first time of taking an action with a few pennies and seeing those few pennies get instantly split between five or 10 people. It like, Oh, I get like blows your mind. You start to get this sense of what's, what's possible there. So, so your, your mission is essentially to bring that to the world, to bring, to bring the power of, of nano payments and micropayments to the world. Yeah, we want to make it as easy and appealing as possible for, for companies to, to do it and for users. When, when was your moment? When did you get excited about this and decide, this is what I want to do. I want to go get a business started doing this. What was the, you know, the motivation for you? Um, I think there were a few motivations. Uh, one was that back then in 2015 or so, we wanted to implement uh, small payments inside an app that we had uh, uh, with my still current co-founder, Rafa. Uh, it was a sharing economy type of app and, you know, it was uh, neighbors helping neighbors with small tasks like, you know, come and set up the TV for my grandma or uh, I need a haircut this Sunday or I need someone to take care of my dog. And it was something like nearby, whatever, but the amounts were very small. So we couldn't find a, a good business model because if we had to hire, if we ha- had to add like a payment, uh, you know, like credit card payments and uh, an escrow system and whatever and licenses it gets super expensive and turns out that out of those 10 bucks for example maybe three or four just 
go out of the window right away. So uh, we thought about Bitcoin because, you know, uh, back in the day, uh, 2014, 2015, there was a lot of buzz around Bitcoin being able to do micropayments and all that stuff. And we tried it, or at least we tried to look into the technology, but it was so complicated. We didn't even know where to start. We thought it would be impossible for our target users, you know, like um, college students, uh, some, you know, some middle-aged woman that, you know, needs help uh, with her cat or whatever. So we thought that, you know, this technology is still not ready. And then it was in 2017, we started seeing, you know, this other, uh, there, there was this 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 super um, spike in price of BTC and Ethereum and all this um, uh, shit coins. And, and we wanted to, we thought that the price increase was due to, you know, Oh, maybe someone found a way to make this technology appealing, and it's you know it's starting to be something mainstream. But we saw that it was very that was not the case. Nobody <laughs> was really using it. It was just that people were investing in ICOs and stuff. And so we were kind of confused. But we already had experience with uh, with small apps like uh, po- a Pokemon uh, Pokemon Go radar we launched was very successful. This other uh, app that we had, sharing economy, and other little apps that had very a very good UX, and we th- we thought maybe we could try to solve this issue and make this usable for companies like like ours. Um, so that's when we started, uh, you know, uh, playing a little bit with Bitcoin, and I think it was, uh, you know, we started with the wallet and all that stuff. But once we had the wallet, we were not super ambitious with that. Uh, at first, until we realized that we could create uh, a service, you know, we could just uh, outsource this kind of wallet from users uh, to developers. So developers could just connect to users develop um, to users wallet and just uh, take the money from there. And we thought that would be great because then you get rid of all the addresses and the scanning QR codes and and confirmations and all that stuff, and we can. Uh, have a lot of abstraction, and 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 one of our, I think the the first, the first iteration we had we or the first oh wow moment that we had with micro 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 payments was with yours.org, which was uh, from Ryan X Charles. I loved that site, man. I loved that site. It, it was it was great because you know the the like the like system that you paid like twenty five cents I think it was, and then. You know the first, uh, it, you know uh, it was like an ILP model that we see right now, uh, but it was ranked by by the first people that liked that post. Uh, so, so the more if it was a, if it was very good content, you had an incentive to be the first one to start yeah. liking. That's that's right. Yes. Yeah, so that's yeah. right. Now I'm remembering. You read an article, and if you like it, and you're let's say you're the first one to like it. You get a percentage of all the future likes, so there's this incentive to act as a curator, to act as exactly. somebody who brings something to the forefront. Exactly. That's right. And I remember seeing that and getting some of those payments, and just seeing those payments get smaller and smaller and smaller, and being like yeah. this constant stream of an ever widening net of smaller and smaller yeah. amounts. And it was and, like, and it solved and it solved curation, as you said, in a way that was very smart, because uh, the, you cannot have a bot about that. N- has a, the taste to understand if this is a good or a bad article because if if you have a bot that you know uh, uh, likes everything uh, 
most of the time you might be losing money because you're just liking everything indiscriminately. So I think it was a very interesting business model. And we saw other examples of these kind of incentives with Twitch. And so, uh, yeah, it's so interesting. There's so many possibilities with that curation concept because you can have like, you know, you go to like medium.com or something and it's basically they've chosen for you what they want you to see. And in recent years, it's like, oh, okay. They're going to show me all this stuff that they're, they're trying to, shove down my throat a point of view instead of just letting me find content that's interesting. And, but then you can have like Reddit where it's like, oh, look, everybody just upvotes and downvotes, but it's, it's bots and fake accounts. And it gets, there's so many ways to manipulate, Super but just, just by introducing that cost, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, yeah. just, I mean, it does, it's not perfect, right? Any yeah. system is imperfect, but it, it creates so much better of a incentive system yeah. to kind of and, and also you don't you never notice that it's costing you money and that's the fantastic thing about nano payments is that uh, it's not just that you're paying is that as you are receiving all the time you don't even realize if you're paying but somehow uh, content that's valuable ends up having a net positive of money and I think it's very natural and it's a way to go we just have to make enough experience uh, enough people experience this in enough context like you know a lot of blogs and 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 podcasts and all 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 the type of and it's and it's so fun too there's something so fun i mean i've got my kids i've got uh hand cash wallets for for two of my (laughs) kids and they'll and they'll play do different stuff the the experience of playing some little game versus paying a couple pennies to play a little game it's so different like oh i've got a little money and then if you win a little money and it's yeah. like suddenly there's something in there, even though the amounts, as you said, like nobody, nobody cared. Nobody's losing sleep because, you know, oh, I had to pay two cents to do this or whatever. I hope I earn it back. But there's something that changes in the experience. So, so I love your story that you, I mean, this is where I think every great startup is scratching an itch that the founders themselves had. So here you are, you're creating apps and you're like, I wish we had a way to do very small payments. Well, there's Bitcoin, uh, but it's really no way for, we're making consumer facing apps for normal people. This is not easy. So, oh, well, what if we made a wallet to make Bitcoin easy for normal people? And you sort of realized, hey, the real customer here are app developers. We give them a couple lines of code and, and, and I've, I've used it with some apps that I've been working on with some people. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, you guys yeah. have a thing where- Oh, called it is great. It's incredible. You put, you put a thing in there and it's like, click- Log in with Handcash, click, you're in. And now automatically all your transactions are going in and out of your Handcash wallet. The app developer never needs to build a wallet, never needs to hold anybody's funds in any way, shape or form, never needs to worry about, they don't even need to create a login system or a user ID no. system if they don't or, want to. Nor no, uh, apply to licenses and all the yeah. all that stuff. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's share the magic. Let's show, I do, why don't you do a screen share with us and I would love you to walk yeah. through and this will be, well, I don't know if you have mobile or desktop or what, but probably desktop. Uh, I'm gonna, the I'm the mobile app's incredible let's, too. Let's see if I can. Uh, there should be a green button that says share screen at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I'm sharing my okay. Safari screen. This is the, um, I wanted to share the version that we are going to uh, launch by next week. There might be some uh, unexpected bug or something because it's still kind of... Um, <laughs> Still hasn't gone through all the review process for for lunch, but uh, uh, can you see the screen? Yep, absolutely. Okay. So this is what a user sees. They they enter their email yeah. address and and phone number. And their I phone think. number, yeah, yep. the phone number and the email address for security reasons is because you know that's one way to remove the complexity of twelve words. 
we are going to make it even even better in the coming updates but it's it's it is what it is right now when it's not bad it's kind of the default way to enter any financial type of app so basically you have your balance which is you know right now it is bsvs or whatever and it's um and you have uh you know all the time you know what's the approximate value of of your bsv at that time um these are you know the, your transactions and you're getting you know transactions from all of the as these apps for example I, I like to play dice or i like to enter relica and post pictures over there there's a lot of people you know tipping a lot of people uh through through pew pew which is like the the most fun way to tip uh to do mass tippings on social media yeah so so for those who don't know pew pew is like <laughs> you you just <laughs> you go and you um you find a link, like if you post a tweet and say, hey, everybody, hmm. put your hand cash handle in the comments. Then you just copy the link to your original tweet yep. and you go to Pew Pew and you paste it in and you'd be like, I want to send $5 and split it. Among. And there could be a hundred people that all put their oh, hand. Oh, it can it be like automatically... three, I think the record is like 3,000 people be paid at the same time or 3,300 yeah. or something. And it will yeah. automatically split it and blast it yeah. to every single one of those <laughs> so you don't have to go pay. It's, it's just really fun. It's yeah. really neat. And, and these are some transactions from, from called it uh, people that, you know, because I won some, some, uh, some bets and, and some people then after, you know, I'm in some kind of leaderboard. So every yep. time that someone uh, tries to, uh, to play or whatever, I get paid. Yeah. So and, look at some of those amounts. So we're talking. Yeah. We're talking uh, like not really, five cents, not five. The thing is that this looks like, uh, like not much and it's not much by, you know, one transaction. But just imagine this at scale. Right now yeah. we have like like maybe hardcore users of apps like two three thousand yeah. hardcore users of these apps. Imagine if we had three million or three hundred million or whatever. Like yeah. So so called it is is a game where you just get on and you pick the winner of like yeah. an NFL game for example in a given yeah. week you pick all the winners and if you are if you had the most correct picks you're top of the leaderboard and like the top ten spots in the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. The following week's picks, if everybody pays 10 cents per pick, every time they pay 10 yeah. cents, that gets divided up yeah. among all those people. You collect some percentage of it. So you're seeing maybe yeah. Alex was on the season leaderboard or the weekly leaderboard at number 10 or something like that. And you can see when there's only typically there's like 50, 60 people in a week on called it on like a given sport for a given level. Now, imagine if there's as many people as play something like DraftKings. Imagine if there's yeah. millions of people, right? Now you start yeah. to see the, the, uh, the power there. Okay, when you so- see, When you see this at scale, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious that this, you know, people really love it, but not enough people have tried it yet. So uh, this is- This the, is the coolest yeah, part, section. man. This is the coolest part. Yeah, that, this is the coolest part. Basically, you, you can all see- All the apps all, are here. Yeah, all the apps that you have connected to are right here. So you can launch them just by pressing. So if you want to tap on called it, you know, it's launching the app, it's creating an authentication section or whatever. Oh, in Safari, you know, some Apple restrictions. But this is already, you are already signed with Handcash and you are already at, at Isaac's <laughs> um, site. And for example, I'm a huge fan of the NBA. And we can go, for example, like, um, you know, are, these are tires where you can um, pick your, uh, so maybe for- hey, you did pretty good that week. <laughs> oh, it seems like I cannot choose. Um, the yeah, the all-star. Oh yeah, you can only choose the uh, the current oh. week. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. right, 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 right. There's all kind. This is this is a beta. This is a beta, so. Okay, okay, no, no worries. Uh, maybe, yeah, okay. 
I, I have no idea about English football, but let's say that I do. So, so it's 10 cents, per, 10 cents per peak. I just start peaking and it starts, you know, confirm your two peaks. Uh, Arsenal, uh, Aston Villa, Liverpool. Uh, I'm going just with the names that I, I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Manchester City, I think is better than, I don't know. So let's say that I want to, um, you know, I, I want to uh, bet on all these, these picks. Eight picks, pay 80 cents. I confirm. Th that's, boom, that's paid. So when I go back to Handcast and I go to the money section, I already see the payment of 80 cents. Okay, you got to click on and that I, now. And, and I already see all the people that have received, that have been paid because of the leaderboard. Isn't that amazing that immediately split it between immediately I think, I think and, it does and, the and the network fee and yeah. the network fee is like a tenth of a cent for it's, all these payments incredible. at the same time. It's incredible. So every one of those people got some fraction of that 80 cents based yeah. on where they were on the leaderboard that just instantly hit yeah. them. Uh, and unlike any other all... crypto, and unlike any other crypto, you have um, on BSV, we don't care about confirmations because we actually know how to how Bitcoin works. So, uh, you know, this yeah, the is original instant... zero confirmation technology yeah. that lets you go. Yeah, yeah. Without that, you cannot have uh, micropayments. So, yep. Uh, yep. And, and, the, and the app builders, they don't ever have to deal with any funds at all. They can, they can just bake yep. into that, that every time someone clicks this, mm -hmm. some percentage of it goes to us. Yep. And then the users are all just paying the other users. It's peer yep. to peer. They're not paying the app builder. And then the app builder has to hold yep. a big reserve of money and then pay out to other people. It's all peer to peer and they're just taking that percentage. So fun. This is one of the most popular ones. It's called Peer Game. And it's basically like an online casino. It's super professional. I mean, it's this is not your, your you know, like independent developer kind of yeah. app. This is a, this is a, a, a mainstream app that just uh, happens to use Bitcoin. And are you 18 or older? Obviously, yes. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. You look uh, pretty young, man. Oh, no, I, I think uh, I don't look that young, but um, let, let's say you have a prediction, whatever, this is your bet, or let's double the bet. And you, you know, the, the payment is just made uh, and you're waiting for, oh, I lost. <laughs> so I didn't get to, to win that prize, but I can play again. I don't even have to wait for confirmations. Oh, I, what I are you betting on right now? You're just doing uh, dice. This is, I, I'm, yeah, I'm betting that the, the random number is going to be over 3,000, whatever. Got it. So, Got it. So if I go back to Handcash, I see that, you know, the payments that I made, uh, this is the money that I made for the last one that I just won the price. And this is what I, what I, what I spent. I think the coolest thing about this is that there are many places like, like online casinos or betting sites or whatever, where you have to have a you have to make a substantial initial deposit just to get yeah. started, and this gets all uh, gets rid of all the friction. I can start, you know, there was like two cents play. I well, that's what's incredible. Like you're, you know, so many of these games, you get on, and even if you can connect it to a payment source, they want mm -hmm. you to top up their wallet exactly with their in-game currency or whatever it is i mean i i tried somebody was was telling me oh you can do all this stuff on the lightning network there's some gambling game and it went on there through some lightning wallet which first of all the channel opening and channel closing fees were <laughs> subsidized by the wallet so that's not a long-term business model but i jumped on and it was like it was sort of janky little casino game mm -hmm. and then it's like okay add money to your wallet. I'm like, well, I don't know how much money I want to add to my wallet. I'm just trying this thing out. So you add money and you got to wait for it to add to your wallet. And then you play 
And then you're like, okay, now pull the money off of my wallet, off of my game wallet and put it back to my main wallet. You got all this friction and here everything runs yeah. right through hand cash. Exactly. And you don't have, you never have your funds locked in any, any which was the current state of even Bitcoin. Uh, you know, like back in the day, uh, you had one 12 word uh, keys for, for note. Uh, what was the name of that? Memo that app or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You had another yeah. one for, for, um, I don't remember the names of yeah, those. Yeah, no, you had a 12-word seed phrase and a separate wallet for every yeah. single app that you want to yeah. use. It was very inconvenient. And I think this gets rid of all the friction. Of course, you have different wallet providers. So maybe in the future, uh, there's a way to improve that. But uh, right now, I think we have to you know, focus on the value proposition. Okay, so show us, um, show us maybe one of the games that's like... Uh, yeah. Something on haste where it's not a necessarily a gambling game or like a yeah. chess. There's a chess game. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's. Uh, or maybe sh let me show you Relica first. For example. There you go. Yep. Um. You know, Relica is basically like Instagram, but with payments everywhere. So you know, I just I have earned uh, thirty six bucks just from from my you know from my profile. Uh, so you're an influencer now. Yeah, I, I have. I, I really like this more than more than Instagram. It's just a shame that not a lot of people use it yet because you know. Yep. I mean, again, we don't have the volume that that Facebook type of ads have right now. Well, but, I think that's one of the that's one of the things that I get that makes me so bullish on Handcash is that okay, there's all these cool apps you can build. And if they need micropayments to work, and micropayments, you know, um, work on something like BSV. So you can't send it to your mom and say, join Relica because she's got to get BSV somehow and she doesn't know how right. to do that. And, and trying to say, look, if you just set up a hand cash wallet and with your top up function that you're rolling, where you can just top it up like a normal person without joining some exchange right. and doing all this crazy stuff, then you can just use all these apps and it starts to, it starts to make it much yeah. easier to compete and not yeah. be trapped inside a market only of people that happen to love BSV yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the cool thing is, well, you don't see any ads on, on any of these apps normally because, you know, they're supported by their users. So that's very cool, too. And, you know, if I just like this, happen to like this picture, I pay, uh, you know, boom, it's already paid three cents. And, you know, it splits some, some uh, a part of it goes to the network and and, and the other uh, and, um, and some others, you know, like 60 percent. I don't know how Relica works. Uh, on this regard, but uh, goes to the to the poster. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like you get two cents when someone likes it. So one cent must go to Relica, and yeah. two cents. Oh, goes we to you. we uh, we have changed the. We are right now using this other URL VIP Handcash for for the internal testing. So, I think the redirect with Haste is not working properly. Okay, I'm sorry for that, Haste guys. <laughs> um, but there are a lot of the uh, you know I think DuraDocs should work. Haste um, is basically like a sort of like a oh, same problem with, with the Rolex. It's because sort they, of like a uh, it's like an arcade. There's a bunch of little arcade games, and they're and they're sort of proof of concept at this phase, or at least the last time I checked, where it's like just demonstrating the power. Little games where you try to like tap the thing that appears like on your phone. You tap the dot, and in a certain number of seconds, and it tells you how quickly you did it. And then you get you know you're on a leaderboard with everyone else, yeah. and you pay whatever a penny to tap, and yeah. if you you know, get on the leaderboard, then you get a percentage of everybody else's penny and vice versa. Oh, you have like uh, this other site that's Brightview. I think it's similar to, what's the name of that? TripAdvisor? 
Oh like yeah, Trip okay. Ad- it's like TripAdvisor. You know, I I write reviews on on restaurants and things that I go to, and and people where when people find them interesting or whatever, they uh, they they tip me. So you know, if uh, I'm incentivized to actually write reviews about um, about uh, places where I go to. And so if, for example, I recommend a restaurant, maybe you don't tip me at first, but if you enjoy the experience or my review was accurate, maybe you are inclined to come back and pay me. And you have these other, you know, pouches is so, super popular right now. A lot of people are playing this. And I suck at chess, but basically you can, you can uh, uh, bet uh, you can bet some money for every time you play with someone. And when the game ends, you know, uh, you know, winner takes like 80 or 90% and the platform takes like 10%. And it's everything is, you don't have to deposit money into the platform and it's super cool. I think this is one of the most polished apps too. And it's- So, so cool. you stake money. So basically you're just committing that when the game ends, exactly. that amount will automatically be paid out. You're not putting it in a escrow or something. There's no like complicated smart contract involved. Exactly. And also you have, um, you have leaderboards, leaderboards too. Um, you know, for example, with, with the bullet um, game mode, uh, this is the ranking of top six. So for, you know, also a, a, a part of the revenue from the platform is also shared with the better, with the best players in the platform. So that creates fidelity. And I think there's nice. a lot so, of so you, you stake, there. let's say we stake two bucks and we're going to play a game and, and you win. So you get 60 cents, the plat or whatever, 70 cents, the platform gets 20 cents and the other 10 cents gets split among people who have the most wins on the platform. So it gives them a, a reason to keep coming back and get rewarded. It, I mean, it's just so cool. The number of things you can do, the number of ways that people talk so much in startups now about building community and ecosystems and viral loops and ways to reward your customers and your most loyal customers and getting your NPS yeah. score up and then tap. And there's all these complicated ways to try to do it, to try to run referral programs where you try to track how many emails people do, and then you send them a t-shirt or whatever. And the beauty of all this stuff with micropayments and nanopayments is you can bake it all right in. Hey, you've played this more than anybody else. You're automatically on a leaderboard and automatically you're just collecting money from times. So then you're naturally incentivized. We don't have to create a program called referrals and affiliates. You're automatically incentivized to go get more friends to play because yeah. you're on the leaderboard and the more people play, the more money you get. It's just, it's so yeah. brilliant how it, how everybody's yeah. incentives get aligned so yeah. instantaneously. Yeah. And also the, the instant factor is, is, is I think it's a, the main factor here because uh, uh, for imagine a YouTube creator. Uh, yeah. They see that they have some money that's pending to be paid into their bank accounts. You know, they, they are accumulating this money or whatever, but they have to, log into YouTube creator site, whatever, see how much they are owed, how, and, and it will take like four or five days to reach their bank account. Uh, what we're talking is that uh, you may be posting a very cool thing on social media or be very good on a game or whatever and be paid by hundreds of people instantly and you see the notifications live. And, uh, you know, with the dopamine rush, I mean, it's it's incredible with, with users. users oh, it's amazing. Like it. I've, I've noticed YouTube and I don't know exactly how it works, but they, you know, they're kind of trying to figure out, they have like, when you do a live thing and you have the chat, they have things mm-hmm. where like people can like give you money in the chat, like $5 mm-hmm. or whatever. 
And they're like, they're trying to get there, but without having true nano or micro payments, it's so limiting. You can send me $5, but what if every time you want to be a part of the live chat, every time you post something, it costs you 10 cents. Now it's going to weed out the riffraff or it costs whatever, whatever the creator wants to set as the price to post a comment and YouTube takes a cut and the creator and the creator can split the cut between like just the power of that, that technology. Okay. Sorry. Um, can you go back and show us uh, haste yeah. again? Cause it looked yeah. way different than when yeah. I last checked oh, it out. This is the, this is the, uh, our app gallery where, where users can, you know, check all the available apps uh, that you can connect with handcash. And, you know, for example, we have haste over here and you have some screenshots. So, uh, so basically the, uh, you have all kinds of games instead of, of haste. So it's a full, a, a platform for gaming so basically you can uh, see you know how much it costs uh, uh, or how much you can bet inside the, those games and and well you can just see the leaderboards screenshots uh, and it, it's a very cool platform that you can just connect your hand cash wallet and start making money by playing your favorite games and it's it's very cool it's very cool they already have like six or seven games and it's growing constantly and um it's going to be a very cool platform um and there are like duradocs this is one of the coolest things uh that we have right now people are really loving this basically it's like i, I don't know if you guys remember tamagotchis but yeah basically, yeah I, 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 yeah i remember i never had one but i, I remember <laughs> i don't i don't have real pets so i don't i don't want why do i want to oh. I, I mean you know i got chickens, so this is but yeah, so basically you get this virtual pet that's unique because it's, you know, by using blockchain technology and NFTs, you can uh, make sure that this, there's real scarcity and that your pet is unique. And you can get, you know, yeah, like very unique uh, outfits for it and you can feed it, you can make it do activities and make earn energy and, and um, it can dig treasures from the ground. And it's very, it's very fun. And, and again, this is something that's using payments all the time but people don't re even realize it and it's and and, 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 and it's, if i if i'm understanding it correctly you know your pets are each pet is is like uniquely created and and then you have <laughs> items are those items can you sell those is there yeah. like a market for those okay got yeah it. they they started with a beta marketplace that runs on discord but they are going to have their own website for yeah because i'm thinking like if, if my kids yeah. bug me to get a dog i'll be like look Get a Duro dog. And once you've earned like $200 from making your Duro dog, you know, taking care of it. And I don't know what you do with them. You know, letting people pet it or something. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Show me you're responsible. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, they back you in the app gallery, you were just looking at um, another one that I wanted to mention that's in there uh, is uh, um, Hona. Oh, and that, that's amazing. a really, it's a really cool concept. I've actually uh, yeah. played around with it before for a 30 day blogging challenge. Um, where you kind of can, can create challenges for yourself. Say, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to do this. And then you can stake money. Say, I only yeah. get this money back at the end of 30 days. If I have posted an update and posted something that proves that I've done it every day, yeah. you can ask, or you can join a pre-existing challenge. So we created one, a 30 day blog post challenge. Everyone that joined the group, they had to post a link to a blog that they published every day for 30 days. And then we, we supplied the prize pool for them in that case. But, um, but it's really cool. It's sort of like a group social accountability thing, but it lets you immediately tie in the financial component to it um, with any amount. It could be yeah. dot pennies, you know? Yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, we have all kinds of apps, as you see, as you can see, I mean, games, uh, you can, you have these kind of productivity apps. You also have things like, like, uh, 
uh, tonic pow uh, or or genuine retweets genuine retweets is one of the you know the most popular ones too uh, basically it it um, it rewards people retweeting your uh, your posts on on social media and it's kind of a it can it has uh, systems to avoid uh, having bots or whatever so uh, it's very cool because you are actually rewarding uh, real people that are actually um, retweeting things without even realizing that they might be making money by by doing so, and it's very cool. And and you have things like I don't know, well, uh, BSV twenty forty eight is another game. It's super cool. Yeah, it's kind of like a Sudoku sort of type of game. Yeah. I really suck at those kind of games. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'll try those. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? I'm going to, I'm going to go broke one half a penny at a time. If I keep yeah. this up. Yeah. And, TDXP, <laughs> and TDXP is based is maybe the, the coolest crypto or, or the, the coolest trading platform out there, because uh, again, you don't have to deposit money into their platform. So if you want to just bet like Tesla is going to go up by 5% in the next uh, five days, you open a bet of maybe 10 cents or 20 cents. Just it, 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 it's like advanced paper trading, which is a little bit more interesting because you have uh, any kind of money amounts. But also, if you know, if you are, if you're, you're if you're a stud, you can, <laughs> you can well, bet like. Well, I mean, money. there's so many, there's so many cool things about it, and and mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, the the sort of trading speculation component is not my main focus, and certainly no, not for this. No, but not. this ties in the micropayments component, it does a couple cool things. So one, like you said, you don't have to deposit any money on there. You're doing it straight out of your hand cash wallet. Two, you can do any amount. Like you said, you can do literally micro investing. But three, what happens when this happens is you get this really cool information market that emerges. If you can start to yep. see, oh, there's a whole ton of people that are willing to bet five cents on the following thing. And, and, and because it's so broad, the types of things you can do, it's so flexible and the mm -hmm. amounts, it's not just like you're only looking at the books of a couple large investment houses that are moving the market. It's more like you can get really granular. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Scroll down real quick. There was one, one or two others that I just, let's see here. Okay. Oh yeah. Or PayPal. So, so, so let's yeah. say you're winning a bunch of money and you got 200 bucks right. on your hand cash and you're like, well, I want to do something with this and I don't have to go to exchange and sell it. Yeah. You can buy uh, gift card, gift cards uh, with your, with your Bitcoin right away. And in the, for the most popular brands, like, like Starbucks, Apple, uh, Nintendo, wherever I, I, I wanted to, the thing is that I couldn't because these cards were only for the U S but I wanted to top up my my Nintendo account with with this. I mean, if I were in the US, it would have been possible. And it's super cool. And lots of people really like this service. It's a way to cash out. You know, maybe what uh, maybe the money you're making by posting pictures on 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 Relica. Yeah. You know, like thirty six bucks per year, whatever. That's basically what you pay for Nintendo Online subscription. Yeah. So well, yeah. So like so my kids, of, like my daughter. She got on, she got on called it in like the first week she she got like <laughs> number one <laughs> so she won like 12 or 15 bucks and she's like oh this is cool and there's some other apps she likes to play but she's like okay what do I do with this money now you know and she's nine years old so she's not gonna yeah. go get an account on like you know Kraken or something and then go like exchange her money <laughs> yeah. for tether yeah. or some crazy like a, you know but the ability to say okay let's go get a gift card to Amazon or to something mm -hmm. that you like. Um, and, and then you've got it. That's, that's real, 
Yeah. That's money that you can take with you, not just within this ecosystem, which is awesome. You can play all these things here, but you can actually connect it to, you know, um, things you want to purchase in the broader world. And also in the real world, I know that there are some some videos from the creators, uh, which are, uh, you know, uh, Derek and Steven, which, you know, I, I, I really love those guys and they're awesome people. Um, uh, they have some videos where they just paid with hand guys for a, for a gift, gift card for Burger, Burger King or whatever. And they use that gift card with a QR code, whatever, at the counter for paying for their order. Uh, and it took like 20 seconds tops all the process. And I think it's something really, really cool with, that you you can do all the, all sorts of things with the technology. This Space Hunter game, uh, this was uh, the winner of one of the, no, it was second place for one of the hackathons that we organized. Basically, you know, the typical Arcano. Classic or, old arcade game. It's not Arcano, what's the name of Space? Invaders space invaders yeah yeah but it's hard as fuck <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the cool thing is that again you you uh, this has an ilp model so basically if you're very good at this game uh people uh, playing afterwards uh, will reward you every time they play when you, you've said ilp a few times for those who don't know that yeah. means instant leaderboard payout or payout yeah Got it, so basically got it. means that that if you are very good at a game, you will enter a leaderboard. Maybe you are entering the top ten, top twenty, whatever. And 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 people that are playing, uh, follow uh, you know following games, yeah. uh, will reward you for being in the in the in the leaderboard. I, they, I like to tell it like if you're old people and you remember the days of the arcade, or for me it was we would go mm -hmm. to the roller ring, yeah. roller world, and they had a. They had a couple arcade games and we would stand there if we got bored, you know, rollerblading, whatever. And every time you put in a quarter and, you know, you're playing that game and, and you're trying, you're standing there with your buddies and you're hoping your buddy makes the leaderboard. They got this leaderboard and it's like these legends who have played it. Imagine if you're sitting on that leaderboard, every single time somebody comes in and puts a quarter in that game, you yeah. get five of those cents until you're no longer on the leaderboard. Like all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's just such a fun, yeah. it's such a fun Until idea. someone dethrones you. Yeah. 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 So if you're very good at it, you're probably even making money for, yeah. for, for playing your favorite game. So that's very cool. So I want to ask you about, I've noticed in some of these games, instead of a BSV symbol or a US dollar symbol, mm. there's been this little D, the little Duro symbol. Yeah. Um, explain for you know people who are unfamiliar with this, what that's yeah, all so, about. Uh, so basically, this is a concept that we came up with like two years ago and we launched one year ago. Uh, it was it's still very experimental and we are gathering feedback and we're seeing you know um, if it solves all the issues that we wanted to solve with it but basically the idea was that the same way that you imagine that if you play um, any kind of, of game right now that has virtual currencies like you have I think there diamonds on on candy crush you have uh, virtual currencies or VC points or whatever on NBA 2k you have uh, these uh, gold coins on Pokemon Go, whatever. Imagine if you could, with this technology, create one virtual currency that's compatible with all apps and games. So basically what, uh, in theory, they should create kind of a, a pricing system on, on digital items and, and digital goods instead of being pegged to fiat. So I, I've, it's very hard to pull off this kind of concept, uh, especially with a small ecosystem like we have right now. But I think it's an interesting idea. And 
we, I, I think we saw a, a successful version of this on the, in the book of Ready Player One. They have these Oasis uh, coins or Oasis money or whatever, uh, credits, I think it was credits. Um, so basically, you know, the real world money became so unreliable, bad inflation, whatever, that people already were used to having this virtual currency because they were playing games or whatever. And it just became the default currency that people used everywhere. Yeah. So we thought, hey, maybe we can replicate something like that. I think it's still, you know, experimental. We gave it a go. For some context like video games, it works great in haste or uh, in chess or whatever. Um, but it, it, it still, uh, it takes time to, to actually pull off some of these. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I, I imagine something or some things like this will emerge over time just if for no other reason than that, if there are apps that are using truly nano payments, hundreds yeah. of pennies, thousands of, that gets really hard for your brain to figure out what you're doing when you're looking at all these decimal points. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, this is this in-game currency, this is duros. And my brain knows yeah. if I'm spending a hundred duros on this, I know that that equals this in this other game. That means yeah. I could play chess twice, or it means the, I could do the this. The idea is that over time, uh, it's like when you played NBA 2K, you don't really, ha you, you don't have a fiat equivalent or, or in Pokemon Go, you don't have a fiat equivalent. You understand that, okay, I'm trying to buy the Shaquille O'Neal um, Legends Edition, whatever card, okay? And, and it's 2000 VCs. And I immediately understand because of the concept that that is a great deal. But uh, the, uh, the other side, if I see a Jimmy Butler card for a thousand, I think that may be a little bit expensive. Yep. So it's not pegged to fiat, it's pegged to, to the gaming, uh, to the gaming. The, the, uh, the opportunity cost of that expenditure yeah. is all relative to the, to the game world and yeah. to say, if we could take that across multiple games mm -hmm. and have it detached from the dollar so that it's a unit that makes more sense for, yeah. for these tiny payments. Yeah. yeah. And I love, and, and have it detached from, cause BSV has a similar problem. If you're using tons of decimals or yeah. BSV it's people's brains see a cryptocurrency and they think of it like a cryptocurrency and it mm -hmm. has sort of different connotations. So, so, so the attempt to say, we want your brain to, to think, gaming token here yeah. and how many games can i play with each unit of this yeah. token and what's the value yeah, yeah it, it is a very interesting concept and i feel like whether or not because i've i've seen hand cash users who just love duros and are like put it in duro mode it's all about the duros <laughs> and others like myself i'm like eh i'll just use bsv or dollars i don't it's care I, I think whether or not duros succeeds there's some insight you have that's correct that as this ecosystem explodes, something yeah. that doesn't require so many decimal yeah. points will be utilized. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you see a lot of people use it because, you know, it's very easy to say five duros, 100 duros, 25 duros. If, if you are, if you understand that, you know, a game on haste, you know, costs you every time you play it's five duros or in duro dogs, a uh, hundred duros is a color or whatever. It, if you have this kind of pricing system in all apps and it and you have the developer support and all that stuff it should over time create this kind of of intuitive um knowledge or, or perception that you know uh oh 20 duros for a like that's expensive i am paying 10 duros for a like in this other platform or whatever or you know i i think it's an, a very good concept and a very interesting concept and it works great in some concepts but imagine if if apple Apple said, like, starting tomorrow, 
all apps have to adopt this Duro thing because you know this is the best thing ever. We have a huge presentation. You have like a billion people watching and all of them buy into the concept and starting tomorrow, everybody, um, you know, developers and everybody starts using it. The problem is when you are a very small, uh, in a very small network, uh, you don't have um, a, a huge uh, amount of apps or users or whatever. It's difficult to pull off. I think it's a great concept. I don't know if it's the right timing or maybe we should just give it a, a go uh, for a while more. Yeah, but I think I, I think there's something uh, to the idea. This is the this is the beauty and the pain of of early stage startups. I mean, because you're you're asking your users to do a couple new things already, and yeah. so every new thing you ask them to do adds to a little bit of that friction. So yeah. it's like, okay, first I want you to think differently about apps and wallets and payments. Everything's instant and whatever. Okay, now I also want you to think different about pricing things in a different unit of currency. It can be a challenge, but but what is cool about it? Just to make clear to those listening, this is not a token. Handcash didn't create Duros as it. This is not a token with some unknown supply or some in-game. It's literally just a different way of accounting for BSV or yep. and or because BSV always has a USD. It basically price. it basically replaces this zero point zero 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 five BSV. Yep. So it's just renaming. Can, uh, it's renaming yeah. an existing unit of account. It's not exactly. um, some. You're not buying a new token or anything. You literally just how yeah. you view. If you want to view in BSV or USD or duros as the yeah. you know sort of unit of account. So this um, was basically like forty duros in duro mode, and here yep. is like zero point zero zero two zero 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 BSV. So in theory, it's more readable. The thing is that uh, you need the prices, uh, things to be priced in in these units. Yeah. Yeah, I, to, I to pretty much more. always have it in U.S. dollar, hmm. like showing the dollar first. So like if you click on dollars, that will come up at the... Yeah, that's that's like what I watch, right? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Now, we, we're not forcing on anybody. We are uh, making it uh, still, uh, you know, uh, optional, experimental. Yep. We see how it goes. Um, and, and again, we are trying to be fiat first for most of the things. For the balance, we... For the balance, especially, we do want people to understand that the the yes. balance that they are yep. that they have currently it's on BSV because otherwise there's confusion about oh but my the big balance because people associate the big one with you know the main one the main one so we didn't want to display like eight decimals for BSV but we said if we have the 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 fiat equivalent in in small small goes up and down and, yeah and but we have a a big number in BSV that is with three significant digits, for example, it looks nicer. It, it, it's not lying to you. And you still know, you know, the, the, your balance at, at, at the first glance. This is an yeah. iteration of, of, you know, coming from a lot of feedback from all these years. I think uh, as long as we use raw BSV this way, it's, uh, it's better to have it uh, like this. So right now, anybody can go to handcash.io, set up a wallet, they can go to the app store and download it. But this new, what we're seeing on vip.handcash.io here, this is sort of coming out in the next, hopefully, week-ish, right? Yeah, around uh, Wednesday, Thursday, next week, yeah. Okay. okay and and also, the, the, new, the, new, the, the app will be updated. The mobile app, it will be updated to 4.0. So tell me um, two, two final questions for you. One is, what is your... What's the future you envision? Say five years down the road, describe the world you want to see. And then two, what do you see as the biggest constraints to getting to that vision? 
I would say that um, I think there are a lot of business models that have been adopted by default because there was no other option, such as, for example, let's say um, subscriptions. There are a lot of, uh, and people have a, a lot of subscriptions right now. And maybe, you know, the average per person, I think it has like six, seven subscriptions, uh, per, uh, the monthly subscriptions. And if you're you know, a business, you, can... you have like 50 or 60. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but but I mean, the, the average person, you know, um, it's very difficult for them. If you want to just read one article from the New York Times, for example, maybe you don't want to subscribe. You don't know if you are like or if you are going to consume uh you know, all, all the articles, or maybe you're not interested in even entering their platform first. You just want to go to the, that article because you learned about the existence of that article through social media. It's not that you entered the New York Times uh, site. So I think uh, that dis the distribution model for, for information has changed a lot uh, with social media and other platforms and, and things like Linktree or whatever they think. Uh, I think they have changed the way you access information. Also, people don't don't search as much as they used to yeah. do in the past, and those are trends that I think um, have modified the kind of business models that are uh, interesting for for developers. Because right now it's not enough to have clickbait, or it's not enough just to uh, have good SEO because people don't search as much anymore. Or you you cannot rely on a subscription model for the New York Times because you know people, uh, especially younger generations, they're not used to having this, you know, like like maybe your father was, um, you know, uh, he was um, uh, a reader of one or two particular newspapers back in the day, but our generation is not it's not like that. It's like uh, I want this information now. Who gives it first? And I just click the link and. It's different. So I think uh, every, it's leaving money on the table for all these companies when you enter uh, a premium article or whatever, and you cannot read it because it says, hey, uh, subscribe to the New York Times. And they say like, fuck you. I don't want to pay you uh, for a whole year for the New York Times and forget and pay for another year or whatever. When I just want to read one article, just let me pay 25, 20 cents or 50 cents or five cents or whatever read the article and that's not money that you're leaving on the table because otherwise, I mean, if it's a premium article and I I cannot pay for it by just watching ads or something on the, you know, by the side of the of the screen, you know, uh, there is leaving money on the table. And and also we are seeing the, tre the trend from, uh, of especially in games. I, my concept of video games is really different from the concept of why my, little sister plays, she's, she's 20 years old. Um, my little sister plays games for different reasons than I did. You know, I played games because, you know, they re, the reviews on the, on the magazines were great. You know, like you have to play this game, it's the best game of the year, whatever. And we were looking for quality or for, you know, how many hours can I play the story, whatever. Right now, games are very social and it's not that they're social, it's that people play because of the social factor. If you don't have, these networks and tournaments and you don't make it interesting on Twitch and you don't have a conversation and you don't have drama and you don't have prices and you don't have skins or you can sell uh, items or, you know, there's, it's very money driven right now, the gaming industry. And I think, um, 
removing all the friction from, from um, legacy payment providers is great for payment companies, uh, for gaming companies, and they know it. But I think it, uh, they, we still need to improve a lot our, our tools and our business models to, to make them appealing enough for them. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm imagining the experience that users have on the apps that are connected to Handcash currently, that one click instant experience, you click like and three cents are instantly paid or you click an activity, it just things just happen with a click. There's no need to enter an email address or enter payment information. I'm yep. imagining bringing that to the entire internet. Like imagine you go to my website and it says, subscribe to my newsletter. And you just literally click subscribe. And I, let's say I charge you five bucks to be an email subscriber and I'm going to email yeah. you whenever. You don't even have to put in your email address. You click subscribe yeah. because it already has a, an account information associated with yeah. your wallet. You're just bouncing around the web. Join our, join our you know, exclusive uh, developer Slack group. It's 20 bucks. Click, I'm in, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Copy this link and share it with your friends and you'll get five cents every time they click it. Copy, share, the money's coming in automatically because it's associated with your wallet. And you kind of take this payment and wallet identity, just like you do with single sign-in with Google or sign-in with Facebook or whatever. But this is also your wallet and your payment. It's all in one place. Like the yeah. number of things you could do with this. Oh, um, it's an it's infinite amount. It's an infinite amount. And it's very cool to see, you know, new business models emerge uh, because of, you know, by just giving them uh, new tools that um, make possible things that have never been possible before. There are obviously some challenges uh, moving forward. Um, you know, uh, I think it, it has been. Yeah, what are those? What are the big hurdles? I think it's been difficult for us to separate the, you know, the notion of crypto from speculation. Yeah. And even though these games have some speculative um, or games or apps or whatever, have, uh, you know, you are maybe betting some money because you want something in return. Okay. Um, but it's some, but I'm talking about uh, people associating crypto with, with buying some asset and holding to it in, ex, uh, in expectations of making money in the next months or years or whatever. And I think it's been very hard for us to still say that we are a crypto company and people have the perception that I should use this for payments, especially with developers or companies. When they say, when they hear, hear about crypto, whatever they, the first thing that came, that comes to mind with them is, is, you know, not just fluctuations, but, but also that's super expensive, unreliable. It can go, uh, you know, it can go south anytime for regulatory things. Uh, they don't trust that it's a public network because the, you know, uh, especially the consulting companies have done a great job by brainwashing them into, uh, you know, they are selling them um, good old databases uh, and tell telling them that they are private blockchains. Uh, so it's kind of hard to uh, actually explain the whole situation to them. But I think if we go to the to total abstraction, like making it like, you know, this is, um, a company like um, PayPal or Stripe or whatever, but you you don't even have to mention it. Uh, I think we need the total abstraction to attract companies like EA Sports or or whatever, and also those companies want to have. Uh, it, it's a challenge because um, they want when you talk to them, especially big companies, uh, they want to have a lot of control over the infrastructure. And 
you know, you you if you're still not PayPal or PayPal, you know, uh, big as PayPal, it's going to take a while until you find your PayPal moment where you know you are an essential tool of a very popular page or game or whatever, and then you explode from there. So I think there's going to be a tipping point where where it's just obvious that that nano nano payments are the future of 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 the internet, and I think. You know all these thirty-day trials or 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 subscriptions or whatever. I think they are going to get obsolete, and I, I think we are going to see a lot of in-app payments that uh, that are just a fractions of of a cent. I love it. I love it, Alex. This has been a blast. Even though I have used most of these apps myself, I still get so excited watching you walk through and show us. For those of you who are listening, instead of watching. Uh, you can go find it on YouTube as well. And you can go to Handcash and get your own wallet to, to be able to kind of experience um, experience the magic. And heck, if you want to tweet out, um, you know, ta- tag me in it or something and say, okay, I downloaded Handcash. I'll send you, I'll send you some BSV. So you got I'll something send you to work some with. Too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll send you, we'll send you some Duros and then you can go play a couple and, games. And if you are a developer and you're interested, we have a, a, our, our SDK. Uh, it's free to use. And you can start right away. Uh, it's in handcash.dev. And, and it's very easy to use. And you can add nano payments inside of any app or a game. You don't have to build it from scratch. I mean, it's in JavaScript. Uh, you can run it on your server, whatever. It's just a few lines of code that you can start uh, having uh, nano payments in, in, integrated into any kind of app or game. I love it. And Alex is on Twitter as well. He's one of the very few people who shares with me an enjoyment of like, Bitcoin, crypto stuff, and the NBA. Most of these crypto nerds are, don't know anything. They call it sports ball. You know what I mean? So I appreciate that, Alex. No, I appreciate that too. Maybe we should have a, maybe we should make a podcast talking about the NBA something someday. Hey, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. You might be able to hook me on that. Hey, man, this is great. Okay. We'll catch up again. Okay. Thank you.